We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Welcome to Rams Talk Radio. This is Manji Editor, Derek C. Paula, with the man, the myth, the legend, Norm Hightower. Rams win 51-17. Norm, how are you feeling? Shocked. I mean, I knew they were going to play well, but 51-17, to it could have been worse. We had our second string uh, offense in and our second string defense in at the end of the game, which gave up a touchdown, but pretty awesome game. Well, let's, let's look, look at the game, game itself in terms of numbers. Uh, the Rams come away with 19 first downs, New York 17. Third down efficiency for both teams was decent. This for 11 for the Rams, 15 for the Giants. This is where things separate, though. Total yards, 473 for the Rams, 319 for the Giants. Average per play, 7.8 for the Rams, 4.8 for the Giants. Net yards rushing, 162 for the Rams. 111 for the Giants. And again, these stats are, are early. They could be adjusted a little bit. Passing. Jared Goff goes 14 and 22 for 311 yards. Eli Manning, 20 and 38, 208 yards. Sacked twice. The Rams punt twice. Giants punt four times. Nice average, 3.3. Penalties. This is a 
little bit of a different story. Early in the game was rough, but the Rams actually do solidify things. Six penalties, 55 yards. Giants, four penalties, 52 yards. High position, 31-22 for the Rams. Giants, 28-38. That actually is a flip because early in the game, first quarter, the Giants have the ball for almost the entire first quarter. Norm, what do you what do you take from these numbers? It's a good, solid performance from all all parts of the team. Offense played well, obviously putting up 51 points. Defense played well, holding them to just barely over 100 yards total in rushing. Special teams got a block punt. Farrell Cooper's doing a phenomenal job returning punts. Greg Zerline is still the stud that, that we all know he is. Uh, really, there's not a heck of a lot that you can't say good about this game and about this team today, especially on the road, in the rain, against the Giants. I picked the Giants to finish first in the NFC this year. I actually had them as a possible Super Bowl threat. Now, I know they're hurt. I know they have some issues there. But there is talent in that roster, and I fear this is going to be a trap game. How are you feeling about the Rams after this game in comparison with before the game. Well, golf showed me a lot. Tough conditions to throw the football in against a tough defensive line. I mean, Jason Pierre-Paul, you've always got to watch out for him. And you got to give the offensive line credit and golf credit. No sacks uh, against the Ram, you know, on the Rams. So golf made smart decisions. Every time they had the ball in their hands, you just knew that they could they could move the football, which is a feeling that none of us Rams fans have had for a, for a very long time since the greatest show on turf days. It just seemed like during the game you just expected them to do well. So I'm feeling a lot different than uh, before the game. I was already confident before the game, but now it's like you know even to hear Rondé Barber say the Rams are contenders to go deep in the playoffs, and he's never been much of a Rams guy. It's it's a good feeling. The Rams got some tough games coming up, but if they can continue to play like this, we've got a real shot at not only make it to the playoffs, but going a, going a ways in. Well, well you, you had, had the game, game 31-10 in our, in our, in our predictions. I had it 28-10. We, we thought, thought it would be a pretty solid win, but 51-17, oh, my gosh. There's, There's also some differences to be in the look at past and go, eh, this has changed. A big, a big one for me in the game was the second quarter, two big penalties in a row called against the Rams on screens, down third and 33, and instead of just packing it in, Jerry Goff to Robert Woods, 52-yard touchdown play, thrilling play. He runs the entire Giants defense. And all of a sudden, it's 17-7, and it looks like Yeah. First of all, it was a good play to call because if you don't get the first down, it's a, it's a, you know, it lacks the chance of a turnover. You give the team a chance by getting the ball out in space. You got to see the speed that Robert Woods has when he got to turn it on. And like I said, you feel confident when the Rams offense has the football that on any given play they can score. And we haven't felt that way since the Super Bowl days back in St. Louis. So it's a great feeling to have, and you know the team performed well today. They did everything that they needed to do, and you know when's the last time we've been able to say that too many times in a season? It's been forever. So the Rams have definitely stepped it up. 
the Rams look like a true playoff contending football team. And it's exciting to be a Rams fan again. And if this doesn't get the fans, you know, at home to start showing up to games and fill that, that Coliseum up, I don't know what will. I don't know what will either. You know, just in the next possession, too, Goff finds walking down the middle for seven yards. You know, in about time, those was a perfect play. He just found him just in stride, down the end zone. That's what we've been looking for from walking all year as well. So it's good to see. All, All these receivers are staying in the action. action. Yeah, not just Robert Woods had a great game. He had touchdown, by the way. And now Watkins as well. Well, Watkins had one play in the game, and that one play was for 67 yards and a touchdown. I'll take that every week. Yeah, yeah I, I, do, do, I do wonder how long he can go only getting a capture to a game. Like he doesn't seem like that kind of guy. So I'm hoping that we see more – plays between him and Goff, I, I hope they continue to build a chemistry to carry this over into other games because that's where I need down the stretch. Those are some big games you mentioned. They had the Eagles yet, Seahawks return trip. It's a big, big game. Minnesota, New Orleans, both those oh, teams yeah. are playing well. Yeah, you look at the receiving core for the Rams and you got Woods with four catches for 70 yards, two touchdowns, Watkins one catch for 67 yards and a touchdown. Cup with three catches for 54. Gurley with two catches for 45. Everett a catch for 44. Cooper a catch for nine yards. Higby a catch for eight. And Derek Carrier a catch for five. None of the Rams receivers are really getting 100 yards per game, but the ball's being distributed so equally because they're all significant weapons that it makes it tough on a defense, and, and I think that's the biggest key for our offense is the fact that we have so many different weapons on the field that no one's able to cover us, and, and that was evident today against the Giants. The Giants is not a slouch team when it comes to defense. We knew they were going to struggle on offense, and, yeah, they're missing a few defensive players, but I don't think anyone would have ever thought the Rams would have put 51 points up on the board against New York in New York on a rainy day. So... You can't really say anything bad about the offense today. And the fact of the matter is, it could have been worse for the Giants. The Rams had a couple drops. Goff missed on a couple pass plays. Uh, you know, it could have been a lot worse. could have been a lot worse. You know, you know we, we mentioned, mentioned the Giants' defense. defense. Let's, Let's also be honest here. The Giants' offense turned the ball over three times in the first half, gave the Rams a short field. And, you know, the Rams... The Rams didn't, didn't take advantage of those completely. They didn't take a couple of fields, but that's not No. So, yeah, yeah it, it could have been worse. But let's also be fair to the Giants' defense. They, they were dealt a shorthand in some parts of the game. Well, sure. But you look at this team, and if they were to put if, – if the Rams ever have a game where everything works and they don't have any drops or any mistakes on offense, who knows how many points they could put up. I really enjoy the creativity that Sean McVay is bringing to that. Now, even the little, the little kind of hook and ladder play there in the second quarter we saw didn't gain much, but it shows that they're willing to try anything. And defense has to be ready for that. That kind of a tight end sweep <laughs> to Gerald Everett. A tight end sweep, you know. And so that kind of creativity means that we have no idea if you're defense. You have, you have no, no idea what to really expect when you're playing the Rams. And even when the Rams aren't 100% clicking, and they weren't early in the game, 
they'll, they'll still, still try anything. That's, that's new for this franchise. franchise. Sure. You can't take anything away from our defense today either. It wasn't a great performance by our defense. However, they did get three turnovers, but he only got two sacks on the day. It didn't seem like there was much of a pass rush on on uh, Eli Manning. There were some definite wide-open plays that if the ball had been thrown better, the Rams would have got torched deep. The only concern I have about the defense moving forward is I, I don't see Kayvon Webster as being our starting corner much past this year. I, I just don't see it. I don't think he's playing up to the potential that we'd hope for. And Tremaine Johnson not being under contract after this year, we can't keep franchise tagging him. So that's my only question for the future is what are they going to do there? But all in all, the defense played solid today. They they were giving up some big runs early, but they were able to figure that out and slow it down. They only got beat a couple times deep today, even though it could have been worse. All in all, you know, they held them to 10 points. They got 17, but the starting defense held held the Giants to 10 points. So the defense did a, did a good job today, too, and, and not much to complain about there. And then, of course, special teams continues to be one of our strong suits. So this is a well-rounded football team. We've got a good offense. We've got a good defense. We've got a good special teams. And when they all three show up and play, this team is hard to beat. It is. And, and again, yeah, we, we keep, keep talking, talking about it. We keep, keep preaching it, but the, what, what, how, how refreshing, refreshing is it? You know, how, how refreshing, refreshing is it? I do, I do want, want to mention, though, you, you kind of mentioned the defense, and I saw this a lot, too. The Rams' defensive line did struggle to get pressure, especially in that first half. I suspect, I do suspect that a lot of it is just that things were in a two-tight end, three-tens, that, you know, trying to get more blocking up front running plays. I suspect that they're probably able to go back and look at the film. But what did concern me early in the game was, at least in the running game, the NFL would really break Gurley out consistently had a couple really nice runs, but there was a lot of stops at the line on one, two-yard runs. That's a little concerning. One, I see more pushing them, but they did protect Goff very well. And Goff, by the way, how about that improved footwork? Do you see the way he moved out of the pocket when he was under pressure? Yeah, Goff impressed me today, and I was going to ask you about that because you had stated that you needed to see Goff step up and, and show that he was a leader and show that he was meant to be the quarterback for this team. And I think if you look at the results from today's game, I think you would have to say he did step up and do that because he was poised in the pocket. He felt pressure and moved out of the way when he needed to. He didn't make any really stupid throws. He made a couple of bad throws, but nothing really stupid, which is all you can ask for, especially in the rain. He played well. He played as well as any starter in the league could play today, and that showed me a lot. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know, know that, that I would say he needs to him, show him he's, you know, whatever. But what, what I did want to see is him grow. And that's, that's what, what I saw today. today. I saw just more growth from him. I saw, again, excellent work in the pocket. He rolls out, gets evade pressure. You know, you know tries, tries to get a, a throw into his receiver's hands. He's off there. Still needs to work on something there. But, but the, the leadership, leadership that he brings, like talking about, that's, that's, that's just getting better. And, and so, so I'm really liking 
how he's developing, and I'm liking the fact that he is just making better decisions. I think throws will come. He had a lot of, you know, he, well, I won't say a lot. He had a few passes that were wild or say, probably could do the rain, but also just overall he tends to overthrow receivers. And I think as time goes on and he continues to run a swarm and continues to grow as a starting quarterback, we'll see better and better throws from him. I'm really happy with, what, with how he did it today. I am too. I thought he did really well, and he showed me that he could be a starter in the league from now on. I mean, what can you say? The guy didn't have any turnovers. He, he had good footwork. He played well, wasn't sacked, didn't throw any interceptions, didn't make any stupid throws. All in all, you really can't complain about how Jared Goff played today. All right. Before we move forward, let's go ahead and talk about our sponsors. The Golden Ram Barbershop. Owned by Sal Martinez out there, 13755 Gold West Street, Westminster, California. You can reach him at 714-894-7267. Make an appointment. Get a haircut there. He offers affordable prices. You have a promo code for him. Rams Hawk. Just tell him Rams Hawk. We'll make you a deal. Hours are open 8 to 6, Monday through Friday. Saturday, open 7 to 4, but guess what? Football day Sunday, he's closed Sundays. Go in there, get a haircut. Take a look at his museum, his his altar to the Rams, his shrine to the Rams. You can find everything from helmets to jerseys to other pieces of amazing, outstanding Rams merchandise. Go talk football with Sal, get a great haircut again. So 714-894-7267. Oh, and by the way, if you're interested in sponsoring Rams talk, Give us an email at ramstalk1945 at gmail.com. All right, Gorm, here we go. Who is your star of the game? It would be between Jared Goff, Robert Woods, and the offensive line. (laughs) Uh, I want to give it to Goff today. Goff led the team. He stepped up and made a statement today, and I like that from him. So I'm going to go with Jared Goff today. I'm going to go with Robert Woods. I really like how he seems to be the receiver that steps up in key situations. He's been doing that all year. He makes plays. He did it twice a day. You know, getting open on the second touchdown catch, and then the big one, the one that was third and 34. Beautiful play. Found great holes in the defense. Ran right through him. I really like what Robert Woods is bringing to this offense. It's, we're finding out that he was the perfect time for the Rams. And that, I really believe that. I didn't believe it when, when the Rams got him. I believe it now. He's not going to be a number one receiver in this league. But he's such a great complement to the offense, and he provides leadership in the receiving court. That's something we haven't seen in the past, and I really, really enjoy seeing him as part of this offense. So my guy today, Robert Woods. Can't, now, can't go wrong with that because, like I said, it's, it's either Goff, him, or the offensive line. and. And all three played extremely well. But I, I agree with everything you said about Robert Woods. Well, I tend, in, in, in terms of the offensive line, though, I would be very open to saying start of the game the offensive line. Did a great job protecting golf. But I still kind of – I really struggle with the lack of push they got in the first quarter for me to say, hey, you know what, give them, give them start of the game. I know it's a, I'm being nitpicking there. But when you win 51-17, you have to nitpick because otherwise – what am I going to find to improve on? Honestly, 
Norm, do you have a go to the game? Not really on the Rams. There's, I didn't really see anything wrong, but if I had to pick somebody on the Rams, I, I would go with Kayvon Webster just because he just doesn't look like a num- number two or number one corner in this league. He got beat deep by some mediocre wide receivers, and I can see that for, uh, as being a problem for us in the future. So if I had to pick a goat, it would be him. The big problem with Webster, and I agree with you, he's my goat as well. Uh, the big problem with him, for me anyways, is that he just seems a step slow in making those plays. That what turned out to be a curl route, that's what turned out to be, he got beat badly. He would just slow react to the football. And you need, a, if you're going to be a first or second corner in this league, you have to have fast reaction time. He wasn't there. He also got beat on that near touchdown pass, by the way, in the end zone. Remember that? Yeah, I do. I mean, so, you know, he, he just didn't have a great game, and, you know, we need to see, we need him to step it up and improve. We're going to face some tough passing offenses down the road here. The Saints, the Eagles, the Rams need him. They need him this year, and they can't go out and find anybody better right now. Well, they need him or they need somebody else to step up, and I don't know who that somebody else would be right now. So they really do need him to step up and, and start acting like a true starting cornerback. Okay, so real quick, a couple questions for you based on today's game. I put a poll up on Twitter. I'm going to ask you to put on your prediction cap, okay? Put a poll up on Twitter asking how many, how many games the Rams win. At this point, given how they're playing, how many do they win? Well, they're at six now. They're going to win at least 11, but I'm going to say 12. So your call for the Rams are going to go 12-4. Yes, sir. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to beat at least a couple of teams we're talking about. They're going to beat the Texans next week. They're going to beat the Vikings in Minnesota, even though it's going to be a tough game. The Saints, I'm not sure of. The Cardinals, they're going to beat. The Eagles, I'm not sure of. The Seahawks, I'm not sure of. They're going to beat the Titans, and they're going to beat the Niners. So they're going to have to step up and beat either the Saints, the Eagles, or the Seahawks. Preferably the Seahawks. That way, the Reggie, you, that way there's no question at the end of the year. Whereas you call them the sea chickens. Yeah, the sea chickens. Okay. So, cross league today, by the way, just examining how things went. The Eagles, 51-23 winner for the Broncos. That, to me, is I, I do wish that game could be flexed. In a prime time, that needs to be a prime time game. And it's a shame that you know that can't be because due to the Coliseum, um, that the Panthers beat beat the Falcons 2017, which I predicted, be, which I predicted by three, Carolina. Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> um, we had a fight. We had a fight today in the Bengals Jaguars game. Looked like a little bit of MMA is what it looked like. That was uh, AJ Green and. Jalen Ramsey going at it. AJ Green with the takedown. Then, for whatever reason, he decides to punch Ramsey in the head with his helmet still on. Well, Ramsey, Ram, Ramsey shoved him. Yeah. That, that's when it started. But, yeah, I mean, well, AJ Green's pretty frustrated, too. The, Jag, the Jaguars' defense held the Bengals to seven points. You know, it's pretty obvious why that all happened. These guys are, are in a violent sport. And when you're struggling and not playing well, violence isn't something – it comes pretty easy when when that's going on. And are the, uh, the Rams opponent next week? 
They lose 20 to 14. They the Texans lose the Colts. Tom Savage, 19 of 44 for 219 yards and a touchdown. Two sacks. Rough day in the office. Running game wise, Lamar Miller, 10 carries, 7 yards. Dante Foreman, 11 carries, 37 yards. If Houston plays like that against the Rams next weekend, it could be a blowout. When this just a couple weeks ago could have been, you know, a game of the week. Really? Sure. Well, and Houston had a chance to win the game in the end and blew it. So it was it was a close game, but you know, again, they're playing the Colts, which, you know, let's face it, the Colts just aren't as good a team right now as they could be. So, yeah, I expect the Rams to to do as well against Houston next week as they did against the Giants this week. Ty Hilton, by, by the way, for the Colts, five catches, 175 yards, along of 80 and two touchdowns. Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett stepping up. Yeah, he is, is. And, and it, it makes, makes you wonder. wonder if maybe there's a future for him as a starting quarterback for the Colts. I think it's a strong possibility. It does. Also, for that game as well, I, if you were the Rams and you go back and watch film of the Colts-Texans game, I have to wonder, you know, what their plan is going to be when you can see receivers like, you know, Ty Hilton getting five, care, you know, five catches for 175 yards. I want to see what their plan will be and see if they can get some people open. Like I said, I think you're going to see a lot of what you saw today next week. You're going to see some, some long throws. You're going to see Gurley probably have a little more success running the football, and they don't have the offense. I don't think their offense now without Deshaun Watson is as good as the Giants' offense was today. So I really see a repeat next week of what we saw this week. I don't know about that. The Rams are 1-2 are, are are at home. Yeah, if you don't count London. So I would like to see them, you know, square it up at home and, and knock around the park. I just I, I want to see that. They seem to do so well on the road. They do great on the road. They've done an amazing road this year. Let's see them do that at home. They haven't really played as well at home as we want them to if you take out the Colts game. So well, well, let's go for that. They're playing a team like the Colts right now, though. So I, I really see them doing well at home. And it'll be good to have a strong win next week at home. They need to have it because, like like we talked about, they got the Vikings, the Saints back-to-back after that. New Orleans is not the offense that they used to be, but they're playing tough. The Vikings have got a heck of a defense. And, you know, I'm hoping that we do face Case Keenum and get to put him in the dirt a little bit. It would be, be nice. nice. It, it would be, be nice. nice. Or, you, you never know, know, you might just get it's Sam Bradford again. Either way, putting either one of those guys in the dirt would be fun to watch. <laughs> All right, so as we get ready to close here, Rams win 51-17. Norm, do you have any closing thoughts for us today? I keep saying this every week. It's just exciting to be a Rams fan right now. And if they continue to keep playing the way they're playing, it's going to be a fun season. And my expectations for this team for this year honestly have already been met. If if they fell apart for the rest of the year, it would be saddening. But we see the potential that they have. And Sean McVay has proven that he can be a good head coach. And it, it appears that, you know, he's a strong front runner for coach of the year at this point if they continue to win. So they've already met my expectations. And every game that they win beyond this is just, you know, just makes me happier and happier. But I, I, I seriously think that they're going to go, you know, 11 and 5 or 12 and 4 this year. And if that happens, 
welcome back to being a strong Rams fan again and and just try to hold back all the excitement. I'm not sure what that means. Welcome back to being a strong Rams fan. Dude, I've, I've watched you for a long time. Be as passionate as you can be as a Rams fan, despite all the, the frustrations and all the just the bad, bad days. Oh, my gosh. I'm not even sure what you mean by that. I have always been a Rams fan, and I will always be a Rams fan. But there's those times when your expectations keep getting smashed every year, and you just expect the team to come out and play like crap. So you're not as strong a fan then as you are when they're at least showing that they're a good team. So that's what I meant by that is, you know, they're having a strong season, and my faith in the Rams is becoming stronger. Well, I guess that means... You're starting to lose the pessimist. I am more than you, I think. Well, I'm going to be cautious a little bit. I think this is my nature. And I promise, folks, this will be the last time I say this, but I have to say it. Watching the way this team played today, I don't think there can be any doubt at how horrible a job Jeff Fisher did in the head coach's team. I don't see any other way to explain it. When in the past, when the Rams struggled with penalties, they just would fold. They get emotional. They make dumb emotional mistakes. Today, when the Rams face major penalties, face some adversity, they're third and 33. They're scoring touchdowns, and they're being creative. And they're making smart decisions. You know, this is the difference between Jeff Fisher and his Rams with the Sean McVay Rams. And yes, I know there are some personnel differences. But it's not the personnel. It's the character that is being brought into the, into the locker room by McVay and his staff. I agree. The excitement level that the coach is bringing, the coaches he brought in, the fact that he brings a level of competition to practice because he actually goes out and covers receivers while they're running through offensive plays. He's just He makes this team passionate. He makes, he makes them want to play for him and for each other. And what a huge difference. And you could, you could kind of see that that wasn't happening with, with Jeff Fisher. So I agree with you. One thing I want to say before we go, though, is we have been running a contest on, on Rams Talk Facebook page where we're trying to get to 10,000 likes. And we've got a $50 NFLshop.com gift card. And we'd love to be giving that away to somebody to go out and buy some Rams gear. So the way that you enter the contest is you like, and we'll start with this podcast again. Everybody who's entered so far is still entered, but like this post, share this post, and like the page Rams Talk on Facebook, and it automatically enters you into the contest. I'll be really happy to give away that gift card as soon as we get to 10,000 likes. So let's try to hurry up and get there. And there's also a second part of that, to that as well. That's on iTunes. And we're really struggling there. I don't know if it's the words are stuck getting out, but upon reaching 100 five-star reviews, another $50 gift certificate for NFLshop.com goes out. So help us out. If you like what we do, if you enjoy our podcast, if you want to help us keep the lights on, hey, it's there. Well, don't be afraid to be critical. If you don't like what we're doing, tell us. Tell us what we can change to make it better. That's why we're here. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, for Norm Hightower, 
This is Man Yatter, Derek Paula. Rams win 51-17. We'll talk to you midweek. Take care. Benefit, that's a fact. I have benefit, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.